Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What? This episode was everything we wanted. Thank you, Riverdale fairies, for sprinkling us with magic dust. I'm so mad at how great this episode was. I yelled, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Riverdale, the entire time. I was so mad because this is the hit. Like, I got my fix yes. last night. And it does feel like an addiction because once you feel like you're like, I'm done, I put it down. I put it down this time. It's, and you come crawling back. You can't quit, man. We literally can't quit because of this show. We, we could, we could, but we can't. But we don't. We don't quit. But I, but, but yes, they, just when I think I'm out spiritually, emotionally, they bring me back in. I was telling Jackie before we started recording, I was like, it was 11 a.m. on Thursday, much earlier than when I usually watch it. But I had a busy schedule, so I was like, I got to do this. I was sober as a church mouse. Oh. I was like, just like, I'm just going to, I was like, I can't even text Jackie about it because Jackie hasn't had time to watch it. I felt I was totally alone, and I was just like, watching this episode and I was like audibly responding laying in my bed I was like ha 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 yeah like I was I was it, uh, I was so, <laughs> so into bad. it I was so into it it was such a good episode how did they make a good episode with what they have given us how what I will say is that I need to just implore you guys that if there is a show in your life that you're like I think it's really hitting the beat I'm gonna stop watching it you gotta keep going because sometimes there are pearls within the sand inside <laughs> of the oyster. And so finally in this episode, they did what we've been asking for, which is finally the characters had scenes together. Yes. They brought all of the plots together and they solved like 70% of the plots we've been screaming about since the beginning of this season. Yeah, they really did it. I like I you know, go back, play the tape. We did not think that they were going to bring a lot of things back. We had a lot no! of questions. Where are the Mothmen? Probably the most oft asked question on this very podcast. Where are the Mothmen? I'm sorry, MJ. You're saying there is a secret, illegitimate clan of blossoms that have lived in the woods for two generations? <laughs> I had to stop and write that Jughead quote down. Yes, guys, there are secret 
illegitimate clan of blossoms that lived in the woods for two generations. Uh, that has the answer to a lot of these questions. Fantastic. Squeeze me. It's so beautiful. What a great choice to tie it all oh. back because the thing that has been so hard about this season is it's just like everything is spiraling further and further out from our core, right? The four people never have scenes together. We're talking about trench warfare. We're talking about, you know, th th this FBI serial killer who like everyone's off on their own. And it's like we miss what brings us to the show, which is the drama of the of the main characters and you know the blossoms, uh, the, the blossom family. Uh, you know that drama has been an underlying theme throughout the whole, uh, you know, series. And so to bring it home and to be like Jughead's plotline of trying to find the Mothmen and this like alien corpse that has been missing since the beginning of this, se this season that they've never followed up on. Betty's plotline of trying to find Polly, trying to find the serial killers. Oh, they found her. And then Archie and Veronica's plotline kind of separate. Oh, but... God. There's Archie and Veronica. You know what? How many times <laughs> has Hiram tried to kill Archie? How many fucking times has he tried to kill this boy? All without any kind of, oh, I guess sometimes he shoots him, you know, sometimes he gets a little bit in there. But this time was going to be, I thought it was going to be the end. I mean, we knew Archie wasn't going to die. Yeah. Sorry, I just took it all completely off track because then I started thinking about the Hiram Lodge, Veronica Lodge plot line. I know, and I'm I'm actually excited to talk about that plot line too, but like, right, so it was like, but this, in what they did in this episode, they did tie together, they kind of tied together, they didn't really tie together Cheryl's plot line, but they at least brought the Blossoms in, they brought Nana Rose in. It was just like so nice to be like, this is a universe and like these characters exist in the universe that you have spent years building. So like, of course, Nana Rose, his husband was a wandering Flanderer who had all these oh children who God. they just gave to a barren couple in the woods. Of course, <laughs> like that makes sense. It, it really makes sense. I did. I wouldn't think it would make sense, but it does. It just works. And of course, what do you do if one of those illegitimate children who happens to be born uh, physically handicapped dies young? What do you do with the body? Oh, you put it into a barrel of maple syrup and then down the line, try to pass it off as a Mothman corpse to Jughead and Betty when they're looking for the freaking Mothman what? Nana Rose, what? man. That bitch Nana knows Rose everything. Nana Rose coming in clutch. <laughs> she knows everything. I love that this entire time she could have solved this mystery at just also, months ago. One qualm I did have with this episode. Betty has been working on this for, I, I mean, at least weeks in the Riverdale world. And then Jughead comes in and within hours solves all of it. It's because they're a team, Jackie. It's because they're, they're the team. dream team. Oh, Tabitha said, this is a mystery because Squeaky's missing. Squeaky's also, missing. how did nobody follow up on Squeaky? Weeks, it's no, been on. weeks since Don't we heard from Squeaky. Squeaky. Don't you really could have perhaps saved her, <laughs> you guys. You could have found her if you, anybody had asked, like, did Squeaky get to where she was going? But <sighs> uh, apparently they didn't. So Tabitha's like, uh-oh, Squeaky's missing. Been missing for 12 weeks or something. By the way, if you don't remember, Squeaky was just, don't worry, you didn't need to. Yeah. It was just a blip. I don't even think Squeaky had any lines. Squeaky was just like, I gotta get out of this town. And then like <laughs> she walked out of Pop's diner and then got picked up by a truck. Yeah, so don't the, worry. The, we that's didn't it. really even meet her. 
but now she's no. missing. And Tabitha says, well, this is a mystery. And I heard that back in the day, there wasn't any mystery that you two couldn't solve. Oh, and the way that Jughead and Betty smiled at each other, I wanted them to be okay. I wanted Ugh. Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse to be okay. They, they really did have wound. a lot of fucking chemistry, man. You can't open that wound, MJ. They I can't. know. And I don't want them as a couple. I'm not saying I want them to get back together, but... Betty just smiled at Jughead like, yeah, we did solve a lot of mysteries. And it warmed my cold, bitter right? heart. Did you have any kind of a, like, loinal flutter, though, <laughs> when, <laughs> when Cole Sprouse pulled out that fucking switchblade when he was about to go in to talk to old man Dreyfus, who, yes, is an incestuous part of the clan of Blossoms? All right, I, I keep saying incestuous, though, and even though it's Ill illegitimate, how are they not? When they brought up the Hills Have Eyes, right? How wouldn't they be? All right, so you think Nana Rose's wife or husband keeps banging the, the help and having illegitimate children. They give them to a barren couple in the woods. So that would mean that those kids would be Penelope Blossom's age. Age, right. Not the kid's age. So... The person that was so this so this goes back to a couple episodes ago with the dude that bit his tongue off. We his were hoping maybe off, there was right. a family of serial killers. So there is. It's the Blossoms, aka the Starkweathers, because they're all illegitimate. But wouldn't that mean that they were the product of incest? Because when they said, "I'm going in deep here, guys. This is not what happened <laughs> yeah. in the episode, but I need to discuss it with you, MJ, and I okay. can't wait any longer." Okay. They said that they were killing the women. Because, of course, don't worry, Jughead figured out Old Man Dreyfus, who we talked to about the Mothman 20 episodes ago, um, and said, like, I seen him for myself. He was one of the Mothmen because they dress up like Mothmen and they abduct young women. And he said it was for survival. But we then figure out, oh, no, they're killing them. But I thought that they were taking them and putting their seed inside of uh. them. To keep their clan going. Yeah. Otherwise, it must have been incest because that means Old Man Dreyfus is the father of the dude that cut off his own tongue to try to swallow it to kill himself. Which also, that's all their shtick. They all were trying to cut off their own tongues and swallow it to kill yeah, themselves. A tongue swallowing family. Get some cyanide pills or something. No, but right? there would there there woods moonshine people who are have like the evil seed of the blossom they it, it tracks that the whole family would try to swallow their own tongues like that's obviously a skill that they've cultivated in their family but if there's one thing that we know about riverdale when they don't show you a corpse long story short where's polly in the trunk of a car and they tell uh peg peggy <laughs> they tell betty i mixed polly and betty peggy <laughs> They tell Betty that she's in the trunk of the car and they see, and this is like that was this why like everyone very cried. intense it was emotional sad. moment. Yeah. It was very sad because Alice Cooper and Betty Cooper go into a crime scene and oh, again <laughs> to go look for a body. And wouldn't that be inadmissible if you found there's no warrant? Put your prints on it. They went in and looked through, they got your prints on it. I think this is, it should be bad, but probably not in Riverdale. But what if it's not Polly? Yeah. And that they have Polly on the land filled with seed so that they could continue? Because you gotta remember, this was not the season ender. Also, where are Polly's kids? 
That's a total. Ooh, we don't have to spend oh, any time on orphans? that. Orphans, Dagwood, you mean and yeah, the I don't cousins know. that had children that both of them now have been murdered. Yeah, by family members. Right. So yeah, there's okay. So so two points of of. Uh, I know we got to back up. I'm sorry. I've yeah. got a lot of theories. It's a, there, a lot <laughs> happened in this episode. There's a lot, right? And yes, there was. That it is worth shouting out the incredibly emotional moment. A lot of people cried. Uh, also, when... I want to shout out to Devin Turner who wrote this episode. Bruh, Props. Bah. Bravo. And also Natalie Bolt, who is Penelope Blossom, who directed this episode. Can we yes. just give it give a it round of applause? That rules. I fucking love Penelope Blossom. I realized in this episode I missed her terribly. I miss her. She's in this episode more than she has been, and she's so great. But yes, we have to okay, so to your questions, two things. And I actually Right. So take it back now, y'all. Okay. I'm sorry. I went way too forward. <laughs> I got too excited. I just like couldn't wait. In fact, I didn't even want to talk to MJ about it before the episode because I was like, no, 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 we're gonna save it for the episode. But then I got too excited about it. I didn't even talk about the other. I, we have so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. We haven't even talked about the mine. But <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So he's jumping ghosts. <laughs> the, the ghost saved him. Okay. So Jughead did say when he was talking after they had safely captured old man Dreyfus, he said, you bunch of inbred something. So Jughead's called them inbred, but I was like, wait a minute, they're not inbred just because Nana Rose's husband was a wandering philanderer fucking all of the help. And because unless he was related to the help, like they're not inbred, they're just a bunch of like half siblings of the Blossoms right. raised by this barren couple. But so that, so, but Jughead's calling them a bunch of inbreds confused me. But now I understand that what you're saying is that in order for them to have, in order for basically any of them to be, you know, significantly younger than Penelope's age, uh, or old man Dreyfus's age, I assume they're about the same generation. But right, guy who swallowed his own tongue, and then there were some other random people in the junkyard. Those would have had to have been, um, you know incest kids in this family because they're just like a family who lives totally isolated in the woods. Yeah, only about a half a mile away from Riverdale, but they <laughs> no are... No one ever knew about no them. No one knows about them. Also, oh my God, MJ, I forgot that what, last week when you were like, I can't believe that like, we haven't had any orphans this yes. season. It's another band of roving orphans. These but just happen to be murderous. That's such a good point, though, because wouldn't the many gangs of orphans that this lived in the woods before ever have found them? But, Maybe. But, oh, what was the other point of clarification that I wanted to... I'm sorry, uh, I cut you off. I no, 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 it's okay. I'm try it's, like, it's like holding sand in my hands <laughs> trying to remember <laughs> what sorry. questions I have. They're like, uh, it'll come back to me. But I didn't under... Oh, yeah. It was why did they need the women to survive? Did That's he just thing. mean did he just mean like to survive because we thirst for serial killing? That's kind of what I thought. Which I also think is very weird because that is that an intimation that like, oh well, you know, bastards are all murderers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, right. Why are they murderers? <laughs> like just because they like yeah, like the Baron couple. They don't of the have the serial killer nice. gene. I was trying to yeah. figure out the serial killer gene as well. I was like, oh, so they all have the serial killer gene. And I was like, wait, do the blossoms have serial killer genes? It's like, no, it's from the Hal. It's from Hal Cooper's side. So it's not the blossom side, right? But how? 
What is isn't Hal wasn't Hal Cooper connected to the Blossoms or he had a he had the secret evil twin brother that was stupid Penelope Blossom uh-huh. right yes I can't remember honestly I can't remember how is Betty far. I don't even remember how Betty is related to the Blossoms they're cousins I know that they're cousins so I think that they are I think that their daddies were brothers. Uh, so wouldn't that mean that they have the serial killer gene? Yes, I, I think right? we're. I think we're, we're meant sorry. to believe that the rove, the 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 you know group of bear of the Baron family. I really want to know more about the Baron couple who adopted <laughs> these people. Were they more serial about the killers? Sarkweathers. Yeah. Yes, but the it's. I think we are to understand that all of the seed offspring of Nana Rose's philandering husband are. To have the serial killer gene, and that's why they're serial killers. But maybe, yes. Why did they need the women? Was it was it to was it to make more babies, or was it because he didn't say that? He just said we just killed them, you know. So like, why did to survive? To survive because serial I, killers I think got there's a serial no way kill. that that has to be the end of it. Because also, what's really weird. So the the way that we found out that the Mothmen are living in the woods and that there are people and not actual mothmen is because they interviewed the young gentleman who had been taken episodes ago that Jughead wasn't allowed to talk to because at the time he was a teacher, which he was put on leave last week, but now apparently just fired. It's for the best. We don't need to see him anymore. He, uh, he's got other things to do. So they bring in this young gentleman to be like, what did you see? Because he just went missing for a week and then showed back up. And it's because he was inside of a spaceship. Yes. Because they put them inside of when they abducted them, they put them inside of this room that made, they made it look like a spaceship and they dressed like Mothman so that people wouldn't be, I guess they would just think that they were abducted in the woods. You but know. why did they do that if they never let anybody go? Why did they let him go? And they said, oh, we made a mistake with this one. Did they think that he was a woman and then abduct him and then be like, oh, no, it's not. We're just going to let him go. Right. Would they if kill they him only, then? Do they just want to kill women because some people just like to kill women? Or do they need do they needed women because to reproduce? And if why wouldn't you? If you're going to have this whole tell-all explanation from old man Dreyfus, who totally gives it up. He's like, yeah, I'll just give you all this information uh, without any coercion. Why wouldn't you give... A little bit more information as to why, what was their motivation? What was the motivation of this family? I guess it's just the serial killer gene, and they didn't even spell that out. So that is one thing that I wanted more from about this episode now that we're talking about it. I don't understand why they did this, but I guess the why is always a pretty big question in Riverdale. You know, some people are just born dirty. (laughs) And I guess these illegitimate blossoms were. I think it is because they were illegitimate. (laughs) (laughs) And also, though, it does talk about tying it all together. Where did they live before they went above ground? They lived in the palladium mines underneath the maple farm. I forgot about that connection. That is an artful connection. Yes. Good job, Riverdale. Way to bring it. Good job, Devin Turner. (laughs) You did a very, I was like, ah, yes. Okay. And it was just so good because every single thing that they explained, like, 
oh, and that's what happened with Nana Rose's corpse when you like, oh, old man Dreyfus came in and stole the corpse because they, they, he didn't want anyone to know about the illegitimate clan of Blossoms that he was a part of. And also he went in and stole the corpse of the young man that bit his tongue off and like all this other stuff. Also, Dr. Curdle Jr. So glad that he's getting more yes. in Riverdale. We need him in Riverdale. Yes, please. More Dr. Curdle Jr. For a second, I was like, is he going to be a killer? Because he just always seems like creep. he's up to something. Um, and he's just willing to break so many laws for Betty, but I think that's just his this just his vibe. He's gotta like have a thing for her, right? Like, do you think that that's gonna come out? I would, you know what? I'd watch them. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'd watch tape? the tape. I don't know if I'd watch the tape, but I'd watch them. Like, I want to see the the first date. <laughs> you know, like I just want to see what that's like. Well, he loves Josie and the Pussycats, so you know that's nice. I mean, he does. <laughs> he's got he's got little loinal flutters down there himself, and I. I I'd love to see him act it out consensually, hopefully. And um, well, who knows what we're going to get from Dr. Curdle Jr. in the future. But what we know right now is that he gives up bodies and he does it like an Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper tipped him all off because she was so upset about the whole damn thing. I know. And Betty's like, mommy, we found a body and we can't don't, tell anybody yes, about don't it. Don't tell your unstable mother who works for a television show a bunch of secret information because obviously your unstable mother's going to go on television and give a bunch of secret information that is going to lead these people who apparently, again, have a real incentive to cover their tracks such that they're stealing uh, bodies? bodies from the morgue yet and they're swallowing their own tongues yet immediately upon being caught by a jughead, just tell everything, All everything. It. I'll just tell you my entire family's secret history of murdering. I won't swallow my tongue anymore. I'll draw you a map to find your sister the jig is up. I will stop hiding everything and I will absolutely stop resisting. I'm still waiting for FBI ex-boyfriend to show up. I think he has something to do with this. I thought Glenn would be, when she's like, I spoke to my colleagues at the FBI. I'm like, bitch, you don't work for the FBI anymore. You're not in the FBI. Also, like talking about it too, we were talking about, uh, Jeff and I were talking about Dark Betty last night. And I was like, she's fully Dark Betty now though. Fully. Like she's not even cartoonishly Dark Betty. Like they have been, she's just hunting innocent truck drivers <laughs> and like and and torturing them to get information like you're a bad person now like the serial killer gene coming out in spades yeah Betty. yeah i but she you know maybe now that she's found polly she's gonna get closure but i you know speaking of loyal flutters jackie i have to ask you how did you feel when we finally got some kissing thank God, we haven't had any kissing at all. And the thing is that it's my least favorite people kissing, but oh my God, <laughs> we haven't even started talking about Chad yet. Oh my There's, God. We have so many, like Mothman, all right, put Mothman to the side for Table a Mothman, yeah. Table the Mothman, because Chad, I think, might be the biggest Chad of Riverdale. He is the most, what a fuck up. Yeah. And I'm going to say it. He's financially a fuck up. He's a fuck up as a husband. He's a fuck up as a helicopter driver. Yeah, I said it. He's even and a he, fuck up as an abuser. And that is something abuser. I like about Riverdale. Like, I like that he is, and you remember, you play the tape at the beginning of meeting Chad. I was like, this guy's a domestic abuser. Th oh, th yeah. They're going to do like some domestic abuse plotline here because he's obviously like has this really fucked up, manipulative, controlling relationship with Veronica. And uh, but not that I trust such serious issues in the hands of Riverdale all the Very time. Very scary. But I like that it, this episode is all about him being an abuser. 
and just sucking at it. And I think that's kind of fun. Just a yeah. bumbling, just an absolute fuck, fuck up of an abuser. I think that it's not realistic, but it's nice. You know, yeah. I, I like the world where you, the abuser is just like, oh, I'm just going to wander into the alley with a gun. Mm. Bang, bang. Oh, I dropped the gun. Oops. You know, just <laughs> absolute trash. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So what happened with Ch- with Chad? So Hiram, of course. Now we knew in the last episode, Hiram and Chad are in cahoots. And so the Hiram just bad daddied him and was just like, you lost, like you couldn't control your wife, essentially. And now she's going to go shtup Archie. How do you feel about that? Why don't you go kill Archie? So you want this you? gun? Ghost gun. Gives him a ghost gun. And so he takes that ghost gun. He's like, yeah. Doesn't hide his face. Immediately. Puts a little bit of dirt on his face. Like probably leaves Hiram's office to go immediately to Archie. There's just, we, we were still, I think, in the first 10 minutes of the show. And, oh, you, and yeah. I was like, Great, Riverdale, have an attempted murder right before we even, you know, in the cold open. Let's do it. He just goes right to this dark alley, tries to shoot Archie, obviously can't operate a gun. And what does Archie do? He fucking Captain America's him with the trash can lid, (laughs) hits him in the face with it, which of course not, that's not what I said, that's what Jeff said. And he's like, he's fucking Captain America! And I'm like, oh yeah, because he's got that thing, he's got the thing with the shield with with the star. Um, But he did, and he stops Chad, and so Chad runs away. So what does Chad do? What's the, what's his next step? Hiram gets upset because he doesn't kill Archie. So what does Hiram do? All right. We know all those boys are down there in the mines trying to find palladium. So Hiram sets up an explosion inside of the mine. He's just a mass murderer. He's I a mean, mass murderer. Hiram, it's one, it, it's one thing to be an adult man fixated on killing a teenage boy, which was what he has been for the last five years. Yeah. And that is fucked up enough. 
But now he's just an absolutely unapologetic mass murderer. He bombed a mine. But he was going to kill like 10 men. Yeah. Yeah. With no, But now that I'm thinking about it, why did he do that? Again, the why. The question of why. Because I understand because he- Because Veronica stole the palladium and he's mad about the palladium. To get back at so Yeah. Okay. Because I, I understood that he was like, Chad, you're a pussy. You'll never, you'll never be a real man. So I'm gonna kill Archie. Like I just didn't. Uh, but you're right. It was the it was revenge on Veronica because he knows that Veronica's heart belongs to Archie. Which honestly, I didn't. I had kind of forgotten that Veronica and Archie were cool again. I uh, okay. Can we just? I 100. <laughs> percent I had. I was like, wait. I thought that they. I thought and like and Jeff was like, no. They said that Archie wouldn't be with her until she got the divorce. So uh, this was so in the beginning. Of this was the divorce proceedings, and Chad was going to get everything. And what I thought was very weird and uncomfortable. Veronica, even the Pembroke, and Veronica was like, I don't need anything. All I want is Archie. I know. I was like, that Bitch, why took me by surprise. Divorce proceedings. Like, don't yeah, here. Uh, yeah. And I was, that was what I was like. Wait a minute. I didn't even remember that you still liked Archie. I thought you guys had kind of tried it out and decided it you wasn't happening forgot. anymore. But because that's but, how little I care about their love. <laughs> but I until I see them. Oh man, she yeah. just get, she gets that divorce paper signed, and she I just imagine her like Terminator walking up, just like right to Archie's house, knocks on the door, and is like you be, he's like I'm late to work, and she's like I don't give a shit, and they fuck, and it's great. It was and great. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the celebratory fuck I needed. And I gotta say, I'm I'm, I'm kind of shocked to find myself saying there was two moments that I did find myself really happy and excited and maybe loyal about Archie, which was one when he used the garbage can to, to knock down Chad yeah. and two when Veronica comes in and she's like, I got the divorce papers and he just like smiles at her. Puts and, down the miner's hat. And puts down the miner's <laughs> hat to go have an afternoon bang. I liked that a lot. I, liked I had it a no lot. idea I had a thing for miners until that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Don't clip that. Miner, the, the, the occupation. <laughs> I like old people, old people, please. <laughs> um, but I have a, a, a occupational minor thing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, with Archie, the thing about Archie is that I'd, I would rather watch him make out with Betty. But yeah, because it's bad. It's because bad. they're not supposed to. It's and I just like it. I just like it more. But I get I'll it. accept it with Veronica. It was it was sex. We you know we are sex starved. We haven't had any fucking smooching in so long. Just, I need it. I need it. But it was nice. Yeah, I need it. And I mean, why do you think I'm over here Thursday? I'm just like hoping that maybe Betty and Tabitha will start to kiss. Like, I'm <laughs> kisses. I need kisses. And if we're gonna talk about, I'm sorry, I didn't even bring up before that when they went to go hunt down um the illegitimate clan of blossoms that live in the woods um talk about loyally flipping was when they camera boomed over to fangs with his big old fucking rod of a <laughs> shot like sawed off shotgun i was like wow but also fangs they had a whole great, conversation man. Tony and Fangs had a conversation of like, oh, but like Anthony, baby Anthony, we can't like go on these adventures anymore because of baby Anthony. And Fangs gives her this like rundown of like, I know that we're like co-parenting, but you can't just go off and like go after illegitimate clan of blossoms in the woods anytime you want anymore. And she's like, yeah, well, we're both parents. And he's like, yeah, well, I guess I'll go with you. What about the baby? Why have the conversation about who's going to watch the baby when the answer is, I guess nobody watches the baby. And he said his mom. Oh, did he say his, his mom? mom? Who we've never met. He's like, oh, I'll leave her with, I'll leave him with my mom. We've never heard about Fangs' mom before. Never met her. Is she, why it, include, why include this, con like, 
Yes. We know we don't care about the baby. Like, the baby doesn't exist now. We Ex- all know this. <laughs> well, yeah, what, right. Once a baby is born on a show, there's just never any childcare needs. But but my question is, are they setting up Tony and Fangs to be like, by banging next. together? Because that was 100% the, the vibe I was getting. And they are the two hottest people on the show, in my oh, opinion. Oh, watch the tape. So I would love Canonically, it. Canonically, I'm upset about it, though. I don't want... I like I don't I don't want to watch them. I want to watch Fangs kiss Kevin and I watch Tony to kiss Cheryl. That's it does, I want. right. I'm like all about bi visibility and Fangs was like, I'm bi, which I always I didn't know that he was bi, but it does feel like a little bit of a loss for the two queer characters to to be in a then be That's in what a, I mean. Like it's just like <laughs> But again, but maybe it's bi visibility. Yeah. Who, who those gonna kiss the goddess, which we're not there yet. Um, we're gonna talk about it soon. <laughs> we have to finish up with the minds because uh-huh. very important. Ooh, yes. If your question is, did Archie summon the traumatic ghosts of his wartime past <laughs> to come and help him dig out of the mine that he and Bingo, I'm sorry, not Bingo, Eric are trapped in because a Hiram Lodge tried to kill them? The answer is yes. It he was the summoned ghost. the ghost. The ghost came and helped because you got to remember, Sarge, you're never alone, Sarge. But you are. You are alone in that mine. I say brava. It is things like that of like, I stood up and I clapped yes. for Riverdale. I was like, it get was well those done. ghosts. Use the ghosts. out of the mine. <laughs> get them out and of the mine. they did. Nailed it. Absolutely. If you're going to have a team of ghosts following Archie all season and you're gonna have him trapped in a mine that's been exploded by Hiram murderer Hiram Lodge (laughs) then you may as well have the ghosts dig him out it's just like it's right there it's so it's just you know it's low hanging fruit at this point but it was very well done I was so pleased I also love that Veronica's like no I can't leave the mine I can't leave the mine Archie's in there and Cheryl's like go home and have a shower don't you want to look nice when Archie comes out the mine and so her love of her life is fucking trapped in a mine and she goes home and like runs a nice bath. bubble bath put on puts on her like silk robe like puts the have you ever, out? are you fucking kidding me have you ever had to like take a shower in an emergency <laughs> you, like, you you rush home you take like a two minute shower put on new clothes and then you go back out to deal with the emergency she's just like I'm gonna light some candles my boyfriend's still in a mine and also you've had like a partner in a hospital before like you don't like you just say it's like I'll just and you just like wipe your pits and your crotch <laughs> and you're like well I'm not leaving their side yeah. so I don't care but no yes. not Veronica well, what happens <laughs> what happens when she goes to try to have a nice bath it's the bumbler bum, bum, bum. The bumbling, it's the, bumbler. the bumbling abuser. He's back. He's in the house. Veronica. Bumbling abuser. But thankfully, Veronica weaponizes Alexa. What's the Alexa? No, I'm sorry. Pippi? Pippi. I hate it. <laughs> I, there was, I was like, I, I love it. Pippi as a, as a replacement <laughs> for Siri. I it was like, Pippi, play Wagner. <laughs> Pippi, shut off the lights. I was like, fuck you, Pippi. I hate this. Uh, I loved Pippi. And I love <laughs> that uh, Smithers came in and he was like, Pippi, lights off, music off. <laughs> <laughs> Pippi came through clutch and what happens bang 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 Veronica is now a murderer and then is fine with it now the thing is is that I know that it is 
I could imagine that killing an abuser, part of you is just like, is celebratory, but also still at the end of the day, you are still a murderer. And I'm sure that it does in part, whether you want it to or not, does weigh upon you and your soul and your brain. Or if anything, you, there was going to be an interview with the police, even if they don't at arrest least. you, you got to go in for an interview. At least. She just goes right back to the mine. She's good. It's like, who cleaned up the body? Did you call the I police? mean, I guess Smithers did. <laughs> like, I would I would assume poor, the poor bellman had to do it. That's not in his fucking job. He's already bringing the goddamn packages to your door, which is already above and beyond. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but she was fine. It was like, it was like all in a day's work, like she just killed him, and it was good. I'm glad she killed him. He, I'm he, glad it, she killed him. And it Get was self-defense, you know? Yeah. I don't think she was going to kill I don't think she would have killed him. No, I'm him. not saying she should go to jail. You know, it's like, yeah. I, but, like, at least you got to call the police. You did take a man's life. You got to call the police. You might take a few minutes to reflect on how you feel after taking a man's life, but she was just... Good to go. Right back to the mine. Go back to the mine. Archie's out. Perfect timing. The ghost helped him get out of the mine. So what do they do? They go back home and they take that sexy bath together. And I was like, where's the corpse? They are taking a <laughs> bath in it. I was like, I think I don't like also, I, I would be like, I don't think I can go back there right now. Why don't we get a hotel room? You know, like, like why don't we just not go back to that place just right this second? I just had a really big trauma happen there. And I think I need a minute. And you just got out of a mine. We should probably get you to a doctor. It's just. Yeah, he didn't have to go to the doctor. He just had, just bathe it off. Get out of that mine, baby. And all I could think, all I just keep saying, I say it randomly of like, KJ Appa is a father now. You know, it's just, wow. It's, it really does kind of, it just blows my mind sometimes. <laughs> so that's what happens. So Veronica and Archie back together. Oh, also though, throughout all of this, she finds out that Hiram Lodge obviously is in charge of exploding the mine. So she ties him up and said, if Archie dies, you die. And I think that she meant it this time. Do you think that this is the beginning of Veronica becoming the bad guy in Riverdale. Do Ooh. you think that she's going to try and take over daddy's position? I like that. I right? mean, Archie I like would never with it. But Archie is such Archie a good boy. Archie would never deal with it. Archie like, would never. That's that's a great that's a great setup. I hope you're right. right? I hope I because the way that like you could see I feel like we make japes often of like, okay, oh, it's the uh, daddy this time. Yeah, I'm going to do these things and daddy, you're not going to do it. But like, I really think that she would have killed him. Yes. She just killed another man. I think <laughs> like she's like, all right, well, one under my belt. What does it matter if I keep going? And I wonder if that's what's going to be her downfall. And But also, finally, she wants to kill him because as we have lamented on the show over and over. Kill him! Get sever ties with this man and she's just every time she's like yeah he tried to kill my boyfriend but he's my daddy and finally when he exploded a mine could have killed a dozen people she's like now it's over yeah of course and then i love it too when she goes in to confront him what was Hiram doing what does Hiram do when he's alone does he sit in the dark drinking rum while looking wistfully out the window <laughs> while listening to a radio announcer talk about his crime <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> i was he she walked in him just like looking out the window like clinking the ice in his glass like, turn on a light Hiram, what do you do? Is this what you do all day? No wonder your criminal business is failing. And also, if you want, never ask Chad to do something like that. I love it when he said, never send in a boy to do a man's job. And I was like, where's Reggie? Reggie's the man that comes in and do it. Yeah, where is Reggie? Reggie wasn't in this episode at all. I think he's stopping Hermosa, and I'm fine with that. But I'd rather, honestly, I liked it better when 
I'm gonna say it when Ronnie was stopping Reggie. I that's think that I, that's uh, another I reason like I was it. surprised that Ronnie. I mean that yeah, that, that Ronnie and Archie were were cool because I was like I was sensing some sexual tension between you and Reggie. I thought maybe you guys were banging. And I do wonder if she's gonna end up like because if this goes on, yeah, then Archie's not gonna want to deal with it. But Definitely. you know who will deal with the fucking crime boss girlfriend, Reggie. Reggie, he's born to be a crime boss Reggie. girlfriend husband. Oh, I would love it if he were my sugar baby. <laughs> sugar baby, dig me a ditch. I killed another man, <laughs> and he would. Now, before I mean. I know that we're hitting like around the end of our episode, but we do need to discuss Cheryl and Cheryl's religion. And so where we left off Cheryl last episode was that Cheryl was trying to prove that she was a living saint. (laughs) And she did. And so this time, what does she do? She was trying to fast because she needed essentially, which I do love. Kevin was like, what is this religion? What are we praying to? Because it's like, well, you were praying to like dead brother, but then we were praying Mabel Sarah, but like a little <laughs> clouded here in, in the communication of what we're praying to. So she, what does she do? She wants to fast on it. But she's so she's so thin. She's so tired. She can't fast for that long. So what does she do? She paints it out at the end of her fast. She was still doing, you know, she was doing the cleanse. She was doing the magic. Which is bad cleanse, for your body with, and you shouldn't do it. With maple syrup. With maple syrup. And so what happens? She draws this. She paints a painting of a cardinal and a red goddess in the sky and some trees. And it's a very intricate painting to have been done in, I'm assuming, one day. <laughs> and the four and what elements does it are mean? also there. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's well, like. The four elements are there. And so she's like. The my the hand of of the higher power has spoken through my hands, and what I have discovered, and I do kind of love, and also all this happened because Penelope planted the idea in Kevin's head that Cheryl is like a charlatan, and she's just trying to, which is interesting, chaos. charlatan from charlatan. I mean, she remember when she lived in the walls, but she she loves to sow chaos that Penelope, I love and Penelope so Blossom. she's just fucking disrupting Cheryl because that's what she does and that's why Kevin's like who is our god and Cheryl's like I don't know I guess it's nature and so now Cheryl's praying Mama Gaia Cheryl's praying outside the mine just so unhelpful Get I'm like Cheryl way. Archie's only in that mine because you made him go in there like uh, no Veronica made him go in there but she- yeah so okay I take that back but Cheryl is definitely not helping She's part of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she now her thing is just she worships na- nature slash she kind of is the god herself. She's not the god herself. I think that she's the goddess, and I think that yeah. what we're watching, what I'm really hoping is she's going to become a witch. And Ooh, I think that like I as like she started that. calling like the corners, essentially, like it felt uh, like she was calling the corners like yes. the craft. When like so she starts like doing this praying, and the wind starts shifting, and like yeah, and you know like everything is being. Uh, she's feeling the power of Mama Gaia that lives within her. And bitch, that's some fucking wicked ass shit. And You're I so right. Here for it. If give we don't get that. aliens, give us witches. Give us witches. Give us arrow slinging lesbian witches. Yes. Please. Yes. Yes. 100%. Please. Yes. Yes. I think that is exactly where it is going. I get the women of I hope. 
that they get, or is it the kind of thing, I mean, this will never happen, but big dreams in my head. Yes, they were, the Mothman were keeping the women off to fill them with their seed. And then Cheryl's going to find them and then use them to create a coven so that they believe in her instead. I'm, I'm building big dreams. Of I what hope. could so be. You think that there are still some women alive out there? Don't you think that old man Dreyfus would have led with that? I don't know. Yeah. Again, like I said, they didn't show Polly's body. Now, was it the kind of thing of like, oh, they didn't want to. Because they said before that they couldn't figure out whose the other body was of Squeaky because it was so severely dismembered and decayed. Could that be somebody else? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was somebody else. Because you got to remember, she was she got out. And she called, I guess that does line up though, because she told Alice Cooper that she was inside of a space station. And right. when they went to the payphone on the side of the lonely highway, it was broken and smashed with blood everywhere. Right. So they must have found her and like crashed into the phone booth and brought her back, I guess. I, I think so. Cause they only live a little bit from the highway. Cause you can hear the trucks when you're in the spaceship. Yeah, That's the what trucks said. They just let him go. Yeah, why, why did they go? let him go? Don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> or we're going to get you. But then also, they just told Jughead, and what if not all of them are rounded up? And what about the one, I'm sorry, I'm backtracking. <laughs> what about the one Mothman that was the good Mothman I know. that was letting people go? Let us meet him. They, we didn't. We didn't hear his name. He was just like, oh, not all the Mothmen are bad. And then there's just like a young guy standing there. Who is he? Who's that guy? Who is his parents? Yeah. I want to know more. I mean, he's in the family. Yes. And so I think that there's two more episodes after this. I don't know how they go. I don't know what happens next. Like, this would have been the season finale to me, I can't believe this wasn't the season finale. So what happens next? I have no idea. Like, what is possibly even left to happen? I'm worried that it's going to jump the shark again. It's got off the shark. Now it's back on the shark. Now It's it's scary. You never know with Riverdale. It is such a roll of the dice. I have no idea. Is it going to be a a bottle episode that's like, but what about all the things we just talked about? Is he going to open up 20 other plot lines? I have no idea. Because there are still plot lines out there that we still need to deal with right palladium daddy there's like i guess jughead with his writing the the, the writing maybe but that's honestly i don't know what's left and i am a little scared can we just say like poor polly i know Polly had a really bleak existence and i got done dirty it's because like we were talking about this it's like remember you know, she got knocked up by her cousin and was sent away. And was that where she was at with the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? Where then, like, she then she was, like, brought into that organ harvesting cult. And then, like, she was so wayward and so lost that, like, she just, like, became a drug addict and then started becoming a sex worker off the lonely highway. And it was just, like, the kind of thing of, like, man, it's just, you were just... You fell in love with the cousin. I guess that's really what we need to learn. Try not to fall in love with your first cousin. If you <laughs> help it. I also I there was that's a line to take from Polly's existence. I think it was when Old Man Dreyfus was explaining everything, and I loved. He was like, "We would just find desperate women nobody would miss, like sex workers." And I love that, like the idea that this guy totally uses the updated language. I was like, "Good job, Riverdale. Good job, I Riverdale. Love that. Don't make him say the outdated language. Use sex worker, old man who lives in the woods." It is still an outdated thought that. Um, because you're a sex worker that no one cares about yes. your existence. A hundred percent. But I still at least, yes, you are right. I, I am still happy that, that like same with like drug addicts, like 
Um, I know and love plenty of drug addicts and it's um, emotional turmoil and uh, very it's a difficult journey of communication and love. Um, so it doesn't mean that just because you're a drug addict or a sex worker, it doesn't mean that nobody loves you. Yeah. Or a waitress. Right. I do have to say like or squeaky who was just like she right. just was a waitress that was leaving Riverdale. So I think I hope that they haven't closed the coffin on the Mothman story just yet. I feel I like there are that. enough plot holes that they'll come back to it. Man, I feel like I've just, I'm trying to live in the moment more lately and I'm just like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but this week we had a very good episode so good. of Riverdale. What about Charles and Chick? Do you think Charles and Chick are going to come back? I hope Brothers so. not brothers? They're still free from the prison Brothers break. not brothers also lovers? <laughs> they are free from prison. They are free from prison! Yeah, they're just out there. So, put that under your hat. <laughs> I don't know, because you got to remember, yeah, out there in those, like, they were the Boy Scout orphans. There's the orphans that live in the wrestling ring that Archie tried to save, and now there are... Orphans of all ages killing young women out in... What about the swamp? So they weren't in the swamp. Yeah, what the, I was just thinking, wasn't there a bunch of bodies in the swamp? Yeah, next to the military base that they brought up this season. That there, Here we go. There's another three plot lines that, we, that haven't been dealt with yet. Uh -huh. But I think that they can. Yeah. God damn it, Riverdale, you gave me... Oh, you got me back. You got this, us back. Oh, you got me back. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at you. And I love you and I hate you, Devin Turner. And I know, obviously, you listen to this because you're a goddamn superstar. You did great. And you great. took all our suggestions. You took all, and you know what? Thank you. Muzzle. Um, and if you ever want any consultation on the writing staff, just bring, bring us in. We'll, uh, we have too much knowledge of the show. so But oh. also, we don't remember most of it because don't it's remember. very hard. <laughs> no, immediately goes out of my head. And um, that's it's for the best, or else we will be driven mad. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Riverdale Roundup. I I would say if you don't usually watch the episodes and you listen to us talk about it, this would be one to watch. Watch it this was one. a lot of fucking fun. For sure. It's definitely very weird. And um, like I said, brought us back into the fold. And there's even some sexiness. And there's some sex. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. And we will be back next week. And I think also the week after. I never remember. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And I'm MJ. I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. And we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. 
Sherry University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.